Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. Greetings, Internet. My name is Chris Park. I'm one of the hosts on Stories, The True and the Fictional. We've had a lot of fun over these last few episodes. A lot of good laughs, a lot of good memories. But things aren't always what they seem. Jamie Bryden has not got his dick wet for now at least 360 days. It is becoming more and more noticeable He's becoming sad, angry. His mood swings are becoming far more sporadic. Now, I'm now calling upon the loyal, the faithful, the willing, please. For just a dollar a day or $30 a month, you can help this man. Help this man achieve his happy ending. Thank you. Welcome everyone to <laughs> Stories the Truth of Fictional. <laughs> My name is Chris Buck. As mentioned, I'm one of the hosts on this podcast. I'm here joined with me by the man himself, the myth, the legend, Jamie Bryden. How are you going, sir? I think it's amazing that uh, the first time you ever get the name of the podcast right is with that. Um, I know. <laughs> It's it's almost spiritual, isn't it? I I, I don't know. Um, wow, look, <laughs> I'm too tired to care. Um. Of course, oh, well, as always, we are brought to you by our friend and fellow author Rebecca Castles, the writer of the Dawn of Rising, Rising Dawn, Dawn series, available on Amazon. Check it out. <coughs> Are you dying of laughter from your own own bit? Um, <laughs> it's not so much the bit. It's just that I just that when you think about that, I had that I had that idea when you know when you see those you know uh, World Vision commercials, you know, yeah, <laughs> commercial commercials, <laughs> a dollar yeah. a day, thirty dollars a month, and you can speed a starving family. Like, okay, cool. And then then uh, I had the idea. And then I took out all the dirty lines I had, and that was what was on. <laughs> so I took all the filth out, and that's what was remaining. Wow. <laughs> I know. Well, there you go. Um, there yeah, you so go. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of self censorship, but you know, I figured I figured no. I would I would uh, I'd give it a whirl, and you know what? Yeah, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes with the downloads. Um. You know, you know. You know the incest would have been better, but that's separate of the whole other thing, you know. But you know, well, if this releases on video, incest is still here because it's, it's your name is implied incest. 
That's yeah. always been that on Zoom. I, yeah. I really should change that in case I actually have to make a, a, an important meeting on Zoom, but I, <laughs> I, I choose not to. I choose not to. Yes. So, Jeremy, how's your week been? I hear that you've got an exciting job as a lawyer working for Crane, <laughs> Poole, and Schmidt. Although, uh, I, I feel you're working more with Danny Crane than you are with no. uh, Poole or Schmidt. Well, look, I, I've, I've, I have got a new job. I have signed an NDA. I haven't really read it properly, so... Um, there's a social media, you know, agreement, something like that. So I don't know if I'm technically allowed to say where I work, but you know, I walk around with a uniform on that says, "Hey, this is where I work." So it doesn't matter. But I'll just say I do work for a company that builds cranes and does pools and schmitz crane pool and schmidt Okay, we'll just Boston call, call, we'll call it that for now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Danny yeah, crane. We 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 make the uh, uh, so basically when you. Well, when you go to the office, Chris, you look out, you see construction happening around the place, don't you? I do. Yeah, well, basically, you know how they, they build a level and then they go up and then they put the frame on for the next level? We basically yep. build, build the for all. I like to say we are uh, IKEA for construction. So you basically know, what you're saying make, is... We make flat packs. Without you, <laughs> Spider-Man... Would not be able to have saved Gwen in in the fir- in the first Amazing Spider-Man yes, film. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Um, well, look at that. Well, you see, having said <laughs> that, that him saving her in that first movie gave him a bit of uh, a bit of too much confidence in his ability yeah. to save her. Yeah, and we all know where that led. Yes, to one of the most comic book accurate scenes of cinema. Oh, that but, was um, um, honestly, and I know it's cheesy. Yeah, but the fact that the web was like like hands reaching out was just was yeah. just like it's it's one of those it's 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 like it's like it's the Logan X on the on the grave thing. Yeah, it, it, you know it's cheesy, yeah. but you watch it go, God damn it! Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. So I stare at those cranes. Um, apparently, if in six months' time, once my probation or whatever my probation period, um, or whatever it is. I'm uh their company may be able to pay for me to get a crane license and all that, but you but okay, here's the thing. And have you ever seen a building? Yes, I have seen a building. Have you ever seen those people that sort of wash the windows on those little tiny yeah. Like, window washing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now imagine trying to okay. <laughs> There's a better way to do. Have you ever tried to to like, you know, you've tried to lift something before, right? Yeah. Like a heavy box or something. Yep. Have you ever dropped something? Yes. Now imagine that, but when you drop something, you look down and what witness the absolute carnage <laughs> of yeah, thousands right. of thousands of metal that's rhubarb right. pieces flying in all directions. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, at that point, you're basically attacking New York City and you're essentially yeah. a supervillain. Yeah. Crane man. Well, 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 here's the thing, because um, some of the bits we send out, so essentially, you've got people walking along the top of a crane and then another crane will lower down a bit to connect to that crane and there'll be someone standing on top of a crane leaning over with a drill to drill bits together. That would, you know, be more scary than a window washer, I think. So you're saying there is a double crane? Yeah. Crane style. <laughs> well, somewhere, because you probably need a crane to build a crane, but then the question is, 
how did you what came first the crane or the crane like how did that do you, first do you ever need a crane to build a crane to build a crane like a, a triple crane i reckon somewhere there would be uh a crane building a crane building a crane maybe it's like the australian um road workers you know you need three you need like seven seven people to do some work yeah so you've got seven somewhere there's seven cranes standing around and one crane actually doing the job yeah and then 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 a supervisor (laughs) crane needs to walk by every now and then yeah and like peer peer over and um yeah you know and have a look and go hmm yeah hmm, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, well well, they do go up and down so they which is i mean that that puts me off from probably getting a grain license is is the fact that you're sitting in a little cabin attached to this you know crane it's like 100 feet in the air and when you want to pick something up you've got to tilt back with it just even more so on that Some people say that, you know, people, people go like, oh, you know, people have a, you know, a strange fear of heights or maybe put it another way, people have a rational sense of what is, you know, a rational sense of, you know, where, what could kill them. Yeah. You're on top of a building, not even, not even a finished building. Yeah. One that is being built. So basically right now there has been no one being, no one's looked at this from a safety standpoint to say, yeah. this is, you know, oh, that's good. They're just building it. Yeah. On a large metal object that if it falls off the building, the chance of you surviving is basically yeah. nil. Yeah. But as you mentioned before, heights is always one of those things that yeah. you go, I'm not afraid of heights. You, see, you, see, you say that, you know, I'm not scared of heights. And then until so you're on top of the building looking down and you go, you know what? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, <laughs> no thanks. No, this is not for me. Yeah. I mean, let me let, let, let me let's 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 play a different scenario here. We're 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 a nerd podcast. Mm-hmm. How well of a Spider-Man do you think you'd make? Well, if I had the powers, it would help. Okay, okay. What about Daredevil? Could you be Daredevil, jumping from building to building? Well, he's blind, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that that would that would do away with some of the fear. You think that would? Oh, oh, oh yeah. So you say basically he can do the jumps because he has no fear. Well, there'd be that, and and the fact that he sees differently. So I don't know if he'd look over a ledge and go, "Wow, that's a long way down." Yeah, but if he fell, he would still die oh, the oh, same. Oh, yeah, but yeah, but I I don't reckon he'd have that much fear because he wouldn't be able to see it like we see it. All right. All right. What about say Batman? Batman. As long as I stay on the ground, I'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Think about this. Yeah. Have Have you ever seen in the comics and the things? You know, he's you know running from rooftop to rooftop. He's shooting yeah. his little grappling hook across. There are some buildings that you get to that there is no like roof entry point to run down the stairwell. There is basically yeah. nothing. Yeah. So he would have like does Batman spend half of his time before going out on patrols mapping out roots of the street the city making sure that like he knows every single you know if i miss the jump here there's a there's, there's a there's a wall here i can cling on to and if i can't 
And if I if I can't get through the door, I can then climb down the stairwell. Like, do you think he mm-hmm. like maps out every single pathway? I reckon originally, yes, old school Batman, yes. But I think now we're in the era where he'd probably have a something like Tom Holland Spider Man suit that would, you know, let him know, give him hints, cheat codes, if you will, about the terrain. Mm, no, I, I still I still maintain that, you know. I would become I would be the worst Batman <laughs> under the sun. And I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, well one, I don't have billions of dollars. So that does that does immediately limit me. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> that does limit me from being the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um and I, you know, but I am I am nocturnal, but you know, I don't have the, the billions of dollars. But I have a I, I don't think I you know, it's not a fear of heights, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and so there's there's something in, you know. I think if I was if I was the Batman, and I was I was on a rooftop, immediately, all you'd hear <clears throat> is a phone dial, and you'd hear Superman pick up and be like, be like, Bruce, what is it? I'd be like, and then I'd be like, I'm on top of Gotham, General. I need you to come here. There's something's happening. Something's going down. And Superman would fly over and goes, "What is it? Dark side? Is it the le- is it league of is it a league? No, I didn't bring enough gravels, and I can't make it <laughs> to the next building. You think you could give me a lift to the ground? Then imagine the sight of me being, you know." hoisted like the little girl I am as Superman like as I hold on to the strong muscular arms of Henry Cavill as he flies me safely to the ground and then him saying now Bruce this is the last time I'm gonna do this (laughs) shut up paper boy I own your company (laughs) so you do you think I mean one would you go see a Batman movie with a Batman with an irrational fear of heights Yes, um, <laughs> but also it reminds it reminds me of that that cut little cartoon of the meme that came out, and it, and it's Batman sitting on, um, sitting on Superman and going, "I can show you the world." The world. It's like, shut up. <laughs> Honestly, that would be me, and if it was obviously to me Henry Cavill as Superman, so I'll just basically, I'll just basically the whole movie. I'm basically like, yeah. it's 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 Superman and his backpack, Batman. <laughs> Well, they've just announced it, that uh, he's getting a second Man of Steel. So, well, I mean, um, that I mean, yeah. the, the weirdest thing about that is they announce it like it's like like they're so impressed with themselves. It's like going, you mean the movie that everyone wants with one of the most popular and like beloved actors, <laughs> and you're going, we need money. We have this <laughs> character who is a Man of Steel. So as you were, and we have this, you know, six foot five muscular man who enjoys playing <laughs> this man of steel, who turned a video game character into one of the most popular like TV franchises of all time, whose video of him setting a computer up is the most erotic <laughs> thing you could possibly ever imagine. How about we put them together and make a movie. <laughs> and you can just imagine in that room, all the executives start basically 
getting out of their dicks and wanking <laughs> into a bowl because they're so pleased with themselves for saying, we are so smart. Look how smart yeah. we are. As ex- <laughs> look how smart we are as executives yeah. by doing the bloody fucking obvious. <laughs> yeah. that, Prob- that's a no brain. Like, that's, that's like, yeah. yeah, like that's, you know, that, you know, you know what that would be? That'd be like going pizza, coming out and going, guess what, guys? I'm making pizza. It's like going, yeah, we expect yeah. that. <laughs> we expect that from you. <laughs> or it'd be like Star Wars coming out and going, hey, guys, I'm making good stories. They're going, whoa, we expect, we well, do expect that from you, but not anymore. Maybe not, maybe, maybe not so much now, but <laughs> hey, we guys. used to. We used hey. to expect that from you. <laughs> hey, guys, guess what? We fired. Uh, Ryan Johnson and, <laughs> and <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. I know, they're, well, there you know. We've rehired John Favreau. <laughs> oh, John Favreau. Please say, please, please. I mean, Mandalorian, honestly, Mandalorian season three looks fantastic. So again, yeah. like, there's, again, I'm not giving up hope. No. I should, by all practical measure of things, give yeah. up hope, but I can't because... We want things to be good. Now, in my movie on basically the scat, the 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 Freddy cat <laughs> Batman, I was just Fred, thinking of the Freddy perfect Bat. Freddy, Freddy Bat. Bat. I was thinking <laughs> of the perfect person to play him. Who? So, boy, who's going to star on? Who is going to star next to Henry Cavill? Jack Black. I think I think he actually did a Spider-Man thing way back when. He did. It was did. it was outstanding. Uh, he yeah. it, it was one of those um it was, was it was from those award shows where he did a set yeah. up for Spider-Man with Sarah Michelle yeah. Gellar, and it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And and I wouldn't even tell him to hit the gym. I'd say no 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 come as no. you are. Yeah. Come yeah. as you are. <laughs> we will put you in the suit. So would he be? Bruce Wayne or someone else trying to be Batman? No, he's Chad Wayne, Bruce's younger Batman. brother, who, oh, okay. you know, you know, in this in this fictional universe, you know, Bruce, you know, when his parents died, became all like, you know, like, yeah, I'm gonna train, become a and Chad yeah. Wayne was like going, Oh, I'm I'm rich, it's fine, like all good. Yeah. Then tragically, Bruce dies. And then Chad has to then cut carry on the legacy of the Batman. Oh, oh, would it be like how uh what's that um Rowan Atkinson spy movie? Where all the spies die and he's all that's left. Um, we could do that, but uh, yeah, Johnny, it, uh, Johnny English. Yeah. I see it more as like a funeral thing, where it starts uh, with a Bruce Wayne's funeral, then all of a sudden, like Alfred hands him something, and he has to go downstairs, and this, the screen plays, and he goes, "It's like you see, like you know, yeah. Ben has to go, Chad, if you're watching this, I'm dead." And it's like, no shit, I was at your funeral, and then he explains that he's the Batman, and he's like going, "Uh, what?" <laughs> and then he meets Henry Cavill, Superman, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, you know, yeah, like, so just Jason Momoa, as, yeah, so Jason Momoa, that command, and immediately at that point, at that absolute point, is the Dark Side invasion of Earth, <laughs> <laughs> and they have to rely upon Jack Black as Batman. Wow. Okay. Um, I somehow see that making money. It would um. make tons of money <laughs> <laughs> because it would be ridiculous. And I honestly, you know what? All things considered, Jack Black, I think he's matured into a fine actor. Yeah. No, well, look, he's done a lot of good, like, even that, what, say what you will about that King Kong movie. He was in that. He was, oh, he was, he was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll be it was kind of a little weird. The, the long, longing stares between a gorilla and. <laughs> 
Hey, she saw she saw what was he was packing downstairs and went, "Hey, well, hey, you are somewhat in my same species. We have similar ancestors. Similar ancestors. <laughs> oh, allegedly, um, we share ninety two percent of the same DNA structure. Uh-huh. Mm. Or is it ninety eight? Ninety eight percent? I can't remember. Well, it was, it was I, 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 yeah, but I heard we also share. 68% with sunflowers, so... Well, some people Ooh. do find them quite attractive. <laughs> I don't know yes. who, but look, honestly, I reckon <laughs> that, like, again, I don't know who, but, I, but you know, the world is a weird and perverted place. Oh, yeah, no There no would doubt. be someone on this planet that, that is attracted to sunflowers. Mm-hmm. Does that mean if they like sunflower seeds, they're a pedophile? Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> um. Welcome to when we do a podcast a little bit later than normal, where we're a bit more tired and our filters are yeah. a little bit more switched off. Welcome to yeah. stories that are in a fictional, with less filtering of, yeah. of, our, of our usual minds and content. Uh, I pay no apologies. I say no apologies. No apologies. Um, now, yeah. apart from your job at Crane Pool and the Schmidt. <laughs> have you been watching anything interesting pop culture wise? I I, re, I restarted watching Chuck. Um, good I, show. I thought I cancelled my Amazon Prime, and then I started wondering why my parcels were arriving so quickly. And then I randomly thought about signing back in, and then it was like, oh, I still had it. So why would you cancel Amazon Prime? I know Lords of the Rings, Rings of Power was dog shit. <laughs> No, but it, it, Amazon this, Prime for the shipping alone, man. The shipping yeah, alone. Well, this this was like months and months and months ago when I wasn't sure on my income and mm, you know, yep. uh, friends were like, "Hey, use my password." You know that sort of thing. Take, taking advantage it's of that. Seven dollars. You can afford yeah. the seven dollars. Well, apparently I've still been paying it, or they see me as a loyal customer and they're making me not pay it, and I just, you know, I don't know. So you've been watching Chuck. What what season on Chuck are you up to? I've just started season two. Oh, interesting. interesting. The one with um, what's his name? Uh, Michael Clark Duncan was in it in an episode. You know what I hate about that show? What? They bring Alana Lang into it. Uh, yeah, for like three episodes. And I, I'm, honestly, I love her. Yeah, she's um, great. She is fantastic, Kristen Crook. Kristen Crook, Kristen yeah. Crook. But I had, I, I, I absolutely hated the character because obviously Chuck and Sarah forever. So yeah. like, it, I was in, I was in a huge conflict of emotions. I was going, "That's Lana Lang from that's Smallville. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that, that's Lifehouse. That's that's like the song from that's their one song. It's this is you and one. You're all, all I, I need. need. You're everything. Everything. Like, like that. That that song was the epitomized Smallville. Like that. That yeah. was like that but was then, a Smallville song. And then and then they did the the episode where they were on the show. Of and course. They, and they played it's you, you and me, me and, and all of the people. people. Yeah. I do. I, I. I like. Say what you will. I I fucking love that band. Like that's a oh, good yeah. band. Those songs are jamming. Yeah. Oh, oh the three songs I know of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> Everything hanging by a moment and you and yeah. me are just yeah. sensational. Yeah. 
I don't even know if they wrote other songs, but those three. But get you know what? Who cares? Yeah. The big yeah, cares? three of those songs. Are I did. Just... I did find some random one which was very, very good, but it was stripped back and it was like three chords. You know, but, but it was, was it as good as the but, big three? I'd say just as good, but it was. It was. Ooh. It wasn't like it wasn't powerful. It was more like a light stripped back. Right. Okay. No. no, no those songs are basically very, like very, a... very emo- emotional lyrics. But, yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, solid band, Lifehouse. Great, wonder, great wonder if they're still alive. I hope so. I don't, I don't want to check in case they're not. <laughs> um, yeah. But she's also she was also another, another show that I, I, I I've been meaning to sort of like continue on finishing watching. Uh, it was like the beauty and the biggest way, like the the thing where she was like a, a, a cop, the most All attractive right. police officer in the history of the universe. I was like yeah. going like. I wouldn't, I'm not sure if I get to take you. I was like going, what What are you doing being a police officer? They explained why she's a police officer. And then, like, instead of a beast, he was basically like, like a, a, a military experiment who's, Ooh. you know, and what Ooh. makes him beast like is like, you know, some slight scarring and, you know, things. Is that, yeah. but, you know, is that honestly? I got a boo boo. I got oh, no. a boo boo. <laughs> no, no, he's a military experiment. It's, it's actually it's, yeah. it's actually quite a good show uh, yeah. if, you're, if you're interested. What's it called? It's called, well, it's called uh, Beauty and the Beast. The beast. Yeah. I will it, check it, it out. It's got, because... it's got like um, how many seasons does it have? Four seasons, seventy episodes. Uh, what's it on? Oh, good question. Let's find out. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah, I love Kristen Kristen Crook. Kristen Crook. Yes. Um, Kristen Crook. To the point that when Lois Lane came along in Smallville, I was like, ugh. <laughs> it's like. Oh no! Like that, yeah. That was that was one of the, the funniest things ever because yeah. like going like, every you, you meant you're meant to like Lois Lane, but then it's like going, yeah. no, you're not Lana Lang. Get 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 fucked. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, how, but you know how they solved that right in the end to make it like to make their relationship like work. They got and, they got rid of Lana. <laughs> no, they basically made Lex Luthor. The Lex Luthor injected kryptonite it under or, or changed her skin into kryptonite. So oh, she right. physically couldn't be near Clark, and that oh, was wow. how that's that that was how they basically made sure that like the, to end the question of like which one should he be with is because you know it's a pretty obvious which one he should be with like yeah like, yeah wow yeah. sorry we went into a bit of a tangent there but tell me more about tell me more about this Chuck <laughs> Chuck oh for those that don't know what Chuck is it's got Zachary Levi who is Shazam um he um plays a Full on, like a nerd, like so. Basically, if me and Chris got government secrets downloaded into our brain in subliminal messages, outstanding. Um, and he, yeah, so someone will walk in and and then he will do this funny little face, which he calls a flash, and he knows everything about that person, like like a file just comes up. Um, and it's basically the journey of this um, nerdy little guy who becomes a, a spy, and, uh, and- it's. He gave, gave us Zachary Levi to the, to yep. the world, to the world, and also Yvonne Stravowski. Yvonne Stravowski, yep. Uh, and and it's got one of my favorite characters in it, Colonel Casey. Yeah. Um. Honestly. Um. Yeah. Ending was again. The ending was. Uh, well, it was um, open. There's rumors they're going to do a movie. So. Um, I, look, I would like them to, I guess, finish the fight on that one. Like. Yeah. Like like. I believe that show was like the funny thing about that show was it was so beloved, but it was ahead of its time. Like, yeah, 
had there been streaming when that show was out, it would have done a lot better. I would, in my yeah. mind, they would have like they would have gone like more. Yeah. Um. They, but they had to keep struggling to get seasons on NBC. Yeah. Well, they like, they never knew. Like they always were on the brink of cancellation. It was a cancellation, and like there was all these like um campaigns, and the fans we got together, and you know um yeah. But if this was on a streaming service, it would be they would just continue on because like going because yeah. it would have been popular. Like it's yeah. you know it, you know I'm yeah, so exactly. Somewhat glad of the death of network television because yeah. you know that, but you know, yeah, um, yeah, but they had a lot, a lot of good cameos in it too. Like I said before, Michael Clark Duncan, um, Timothy Dalton was in it for a while, um, Stacey Keebler from you know, and um, yeah, the old Spice guy, yep, um, Summer Glau. Oh, Summer Glau was in it, yes, I remember yep. that, great again. Up. Um, Sarah Connor Chronicles, another underrated television series. Yeah. Um, Damn, that for, was a good show. For uh, they had some of the community, the guys from Community, in a few episodes too. Um, they, yeah, they had everyone. Um, the oh, what's her name? The chick from um, OC. Remember when the OC was very popular? Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, I can't remember which which one. She did a movie with Zach uh, Zach Braff, but. Yeah, um, and the chick from the Matrix. Which one? Um, Trinity. Whoever played Trinity, Carrie Carrie Ann Moss, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in. It was. It was like almost. You're also missing another a key member inside of that thing. One they had. They had the man from Quantum Leap. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And well, then they had obviously Linda Hamilton, fucking Sarah yeah. Connor, like. Yeah, she's getting around. She's in Resident Alien now. Well, of course, it's Linda fucking Hamilton. If you're doing yeah. some sort of sci-fi it's, show, it's like you don't, it's like royalty. If you, don't, if you don't offer Linda Hamilton a, yeah. a part in a sci-fi and, series, um, you failed as a and as a Ma- Mark Hamill's in an episode too. Was he? Yeah, because I remember um, Zachary Levi put posting him, uh, the guy who plays Morgan. Um, yeah, they're still hanging out on on a DeLorean or something, sitting on a car somewhere. Uh, I don't remember that. Maybe, maybe I, I don't remember it either very well, but I'm on my mobile watch, so when it pops up again, I'll be like, ah, oh, Mark Hamill. Now, that would have been before he had to get back into shape and he was quite fat, wasn't it? Yeah, probably, yeah. Interesting. What a shame that is. Yeah. But look, it's a solid show. It's on um, Amazon. Nice. As I say, I, I, I was doing some old watching as well. I've been trying to find a show after Cyberpunk Edge Runner that I can watch and feel anything emotionally mm-hmm. um, because um, and I hate and I hate when I watch a show that basically is so impactful that everything after it is basically I'm going where 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 is there any ugh. and so I've been really struggling there? yeah um, and then obviously today they the, the, a few days ago the um, creators said no they're not going to make a sequel mm. they're done. And you know, I actually and I and I actually applaud that because it's going. You made something so beautiful. Yeah. You don't need to tarnish it. They're saying no, no. The story is done. We have told the story that we want to tell. Mm-hmm. That character is done. The story is over. We're moved on. And I and you know, I'm going. Wow, Naughty Dog, you could learn a lot. I mean, sorry, <laughs> you could learn a lot from from you know their intent. Like it is one of the most. For the last, apparently, for the last month, it's been like in the top eighteen of Netflix's shows. And it's just for, like for yeah. such a long time. This this tiny band that wrote the song, the, the, the like the the um, songs in it, is now super fucking popular. And it's like going, yeah. it, it, but 
you know, um, look, they'll, they'll definitely will make more, probably, they probably won't make, they'll probably make another cyberpunk story with different characters, and that's yeah. what they should do. They should, again, yeah. make different characters, let, let that story's over, let's make different characters. But yeah, I, I ended up watching The Incredibles. Oh. Because I just want to say, like, I, mean, I was like, I remember that movie, I remember loving that movie. Yeah. Um, also, just like some, because um, you know, uh, you know, who 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 doesn't who doesn't love Mr. Incredible? And then I realized that the movie has one fairly significant flaw, <laughs> and it's a big one. Yeah. All this time in this universe, there have been superpowered people versus villains, and villains mm-hmm. of of the science variety. Villains yeah. also who had also superpowers because there was a thing about on there was a thing on a DVD. Uh, where, the, where there was all these like in, interviews with all the heroes prior to um, them being like, kicked out, yep. and they were talking about like people that were fighting who had like you know mega death rays and, and, and some like enlightening people and like all, all this sort of stuff that they were fighting. So it wasn't just like you know you're a standard variety criminal. And then they go, and then in the movie, you know, as I say, Mister Incredible saves someone because they're Americans. They start suing all the heroes, and then obviously that then some, some politician who's clearly a Democrat is like going, "I believe that they're." A secret identity should become their only identities. And everyone goes, oh, yay, yay, yeah. yay. So they just met, so they make being a superhero illegal. Mm-hmm. Why then did all the criminal supers go, well, shit. <laughs> well, that's it, guys. Well, that's it. That's what we're, no, 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 we can't, no, put away your powers. Mm. What's your power? You can shoot fire from your hands. And you can, t- what's this? You can turn into the bottom of Godzilla and destroy the city. No, 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 no. We're going back to good old-fashioned bank robbery with knives and guns because the law says we can't use these powers anymore. We are law-abiding <laughs> criminals. We are law-abiding criminals <laughs> who will then obey the law that has just been passed. And now that we know that there's no such thing as supers, we will not take advantage of that to run fucking rampant. Yeah. When you think about that, yeah. you're like, ah, oh, that is just... The yeah. world is flawed. Yeah. Like well, that is now, now you know how I sometimes feel about Back to the Future when I think about it too much. Yeah. But the, the, <laughs> the, the, the thing, the thing is, the crazy thing is on that, on this whole con like the, you know, this whole concept. This concept worked in the watch in watches when they said you know, no more supers, because supers and watches were not. They had no powers. Yeah. They were just vigilantes with dudes fighting each other. So again, they, they, so that, that that made sense. And so when they try to tell this story again, but they gave them more powers, it's going, well, that makes no fucking sense. And again, let's say, for example, they said no more supers. It said, you, Mr. Incredible, can't be a super. You're going to become an insurance salesman. Wouldn't you not think someone of that power would be like going, I'm going to go play for the NFL. <laughs> And I'm going to become become a millionaire and basically do or do anything other than you know insurance sales and it's yeah. crazy movie. Again, I, I still love that movie. It's still you know uh, such good fun memories of it. But that's a fairly glaring plot hole in that yeah. whole concept. And that's well, um speaking of your other movie you mentioned, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I still like the theory. That the reason why Doc knew where to pick up Marty was because the first time he didn't know the first time he didn't yeah. get he was he, they didn't get that's, there in time. Yeah, and I love cool. that theory. I love that yeah. theory that you know he looks down, that looks back, looks down and jumps, and it's like yeah he because you know Doc made sure he was back in time. He got there yeah. the second. He got there the second time. He didn't get yeah. there the he didn't yeah. get there the first time. He got there the second yeah. time. Yeah, I don't think I think it's it's a fan theory, but you know I still, yeah. it's oh. a good one. Yeah. Definitely. 
now, speaking of um, criminals, law-abiding criminals. Law-abiding criminals, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, these ones aren't so law-abiding, law but they've done some stupid things. Um, I, I love World's Dumbest Criminals. Um, I remember watching a video of a guy. It was a, uh, outside a service station or something. And he, he walks in and he cased the place and then he walked out and put a mask on and he's wearing the exact, <laughs> he's wearing the exact same clothes and you know and then robs the place and he's like uh we saw <laughs> yeah. um so i found an article so i'm gonna i'm gonna share you one 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 little story called the goldilocks burglar caught napping all right tell me the story um okay a retired couple from lancashire i think that's how you pronounce it lancashire yeah. re returned home from a holiday in 2014 to discover a burg burglar fast asleep in their bed mm. martin holtby and pat dyson were amazed to find the intruder had done their dishes washed his underwear and even bought some groceries miss dyson said their house wasn't wasn't too tidy when they went away but <laughs> this guy who was originally from poland but moved to leeds had kindly tidied up he did burn an old saucepan but that happens she added uh, what? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the guy admitted to burglary and was given a two-year conditional discharge and ordered to pay two hundred pounds. Um, Wait, so okay, <laughs> so in that story, is that like the most? Is this is this basically just like you know a, a hardened criminal who also has very severe OCD around cleanliness? Because and good burglar this man's house. <laughs> oh no! Look at the state. Is that the wrapper on the floor? Hey. Yeah. And then basically starts cleaning and then he starts doing his, he goes, I'm hungry. I'm going to make myself some pancakes. I earned it. Well, I did a good clean job. Could you call it breaking and entering um, if nothing was broken? <laughs> well, it sounds like he left the place better than what yeah. it could be, you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, no, no, you know what? It's not breaking and entering at that point. It's colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> he came into it and made it. And you could argue, some would argue he broke crime. Some would argue he left it better than when he found it. Colonialism, right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And, and is, 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 is this an example, like the only example of it happening to the British? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well done. That was clever. Oh, but yes, there you go. You see, yeah. you know, and, and that's why she was understanding because she's British. She went, you know what? Yeah. We did it the entire world. We get it. We get it. You see yeah. something, you don't like it, you're going to yeah. fix it up. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. One more because this one, I think this one's right up your alley. Yeah. Um, it's called the terrorist who claimed his own reward. Outstanding. Officials were left baffled by an Afghan Taliban commander who gave himself up and then tried to claim the one hundred dollar reward for his capture. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad Ashan, a mid to low level Taliban commander, was suspected of organizing attacks on U.S. and Afghan troops in the east of the country. According to reports, he walked up to a police checkpoint in 2012, pointed to a wanted poster featuring his face and asked for the $100 finder's fee. Well, that just makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Let, I mean, clearly he owed money to Blockbuster <laughs> video. Late fees. Clearly it was late fees for Blockbuster. Wow. And he yeah. was desperate. And like, yeah. you know, with Blockbuster collections, when they come for you, they come hard. And, yeah. uh, you know... You can't you can't be like our good friend Mike and have a thousand different accounts across all across all across yeah. all across Richmond <laughs> and Windsor uh, and and then get lucky when they all shut down. No, it was a down exactly. <laughs> but no, Blockbuster came hard at him, and because yeah. of that, he needed the hundred bucks quickly. Yeah. Or 
his friend from Kentucky called up and says, what was his name? Muhammad Ashan. Yeah, yeah. So his friend calls him and goes, well, Sean, I've got some good news for you. I'm down here at the local derby, and I have to believe I have a fine winner in the racehorses. If you can send me 100 US dollars, I can guarantee you twice that your money would be damn tripled. And he went, what an amazing opportunity. I need the $100. Where can I possibly get $100 from? And then he saw this, and he, the light bulb went off, goes, I'll go claim my reward. I will then take the $100 and wire it to my friend in America. He will then bet on the horses for me. I will win. And because then I'm rich, the American justice system will work for me and not against me. Brilliant <laughs> plan. Having said that, the one fault in his plan was that the people who could give the reward could just be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah. I'm assuming what yeah. happened. I'm yeah, assuming probably. that's exactly what happened. Yeah, sure, no worries. You want your reward? Come this way. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you putting me in jail? <laughs> yeah, why are you putting me with blindfolds? No reason. Why do you have a tube and some carrots? Where are you going to put that tube with the carrots? No, no, nowhere. Nowhere. No, well, this tube and these carrots, we're not going to do anything with it uh, at all. This is why all is part of the a, reward. Why, why is there a thing on the floor saying anal lube? No reason. <laughs> we're just going to put the, the, the... And FYI, that actually happened. That's what they did to them. Anyway. Wow. Okay. Yes, Guantanamo was a bit of a is a, is a fairly big blight spot on the whole like uh, truth, justice in the American way yeah. kind of thing. It's like truth, justice in the American way. Well, well, unless well, it's in Cuba, then they could do what? No, no, no. Well, then in Cuba or wherever it is, it has the American way in quotations. <laughs> in like quotation marks, yeah. the American way. Wow, dark. <laughs> now, Jamie, on that to lighten the mood, I have some. I have some jokes for you. Oh, I may have one, but um, I'll let you go first. I left my kettle on, RN, and I killed the water. RIP, boiling water. You will be missed. Uh... <laughs> I once wrote a song about a tortilla, but it was more of a rap. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> my friend had a wedding, it was so beautiful. Even the cake was in tears. <laughs> you have some now, Jamie? You, okay, you would return I fire? I, I, here's my return fire. Did you know, Chris, if you get pregnant in the Amazon, it's next day delivery? <laughs> how do celebrities stay cool? Oh, how? They have many fans. <laughs> Okay. Yes. 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 What's Forrest Gump's Facebook password? One Forrest One. Yeah. I know that one. I know that one. Yes, you knew that one. Yeah. What did the fisherman say to the magician? Oh, okay. What? Pick a card, any card. (laughs) 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 All right. Do you have any more jokes you want to share? Did you hear about the criminal that stole a calendar? No. He got 12 months. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call an illegally parked frog? Toad.
<laughs> yes, yes, well done. Well I'm getting, done. I'm getting better at picking them. Uh, Why are spiders so smart? I don't know. They can find everything on the web. <laughs> no, that, that no, just no, no. <laughs> did what you hear it? about? The, did you hear about the circus fire? It was intense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Moving, moving along. One more. One more. One more. How, how many guitarists does it take to change a light bulb? How many? Just one. Oh no! Wait. A hundred. What one to change the light bulb? The other ninety-nine to say I can do that better. Oh. <laughs> and I say that as a guitarist. Um, I love I love guitarists. I love how they look at the bass player and go, "We're better than you," but you're basically the same thing. Like, well, it depends on the bait. Look, I've I've played enough punk rock shows and pub shows to to know what a good bass player is. Like, but there's ones that just do the dung 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 the notes, and there's there's ones that actually sure. move move around the. Um, but but you know yeah. if you were playing a uh, like let's, let's say that your band had two guitarists and a bass player yep if you were going onto a gig and let's say the bass player got you know fell in love with um, a girl named Yoko Ono and basically disappeared <laughs> uh, no whatever um, that second guitarist could switch into a bass player role fairly oh, yeah, comfortably yeah 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 actually yeah. to 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 uh, like to an unmeasurable amount of comfort that they could yeah. be a bass player yeah. So the question then asks is, is it that bass is easy or is it that a guitarman's skill is so universal? Oh, I think a lot of people learn to play different instruments, but I, I, th I think it's more transferable. If you play guitar, then it's pretty easy to figure out how to play bass. I mean, let's, you know... It's the same four chords, just different hand placements, but it's still the same right. four chords. Three, mate. Three. Um, I thought it was four. <laughs> I thought four chords was the was the uh, commonality now. Yeah, but you know we're talking punk, so it's three. <laughs> oh, it's punk. It's going to be two, right? Is it? You know. <laughs> no, no, that's only for the verses. Um, right, 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 right. <laughs> what did you think of the Blink One Eighty Two comeback song? Look, I I thought it was better than most of the stuff they've released before that like the the gap between 2003 when they had their last album yeah yeah and then yeah. and then however many years passed by then they said oh we're back but not with the original lineup um i, I, did, I didn't follow that one because i did have mark did it they was have weird. Travis, did but they then have tom no then it's no. not the 22 then no no well they had they had uh mark and travis but they didn't have tom um and then and then they got another singer to play to do Tom's parts, and I already knew him from another band. And to me, it was like, no, no, that's this is just weird because this is another band, you know, the singer singing. Um, that was just weird. But no, this this new one, uh, it's all right. Like it's not bad. Like I'm, I don't I don't want to turn it off or anything. But um. But I mean, you, yeah, like people replace singers all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you know, Arnel, Arnel, like um, Arnel Pena, the the lead singer of Journey. Yeah. Well, the new lead singer of Journey, the Filipino dude 
like the tiny little Filipino dude that can absolutely fucking rock those journey songs. Like, yeah, you know, have you heard, have you have you heard? Have you no, heard I, I haven't. I have no idea how that happened. There's probably there's probably like a really amazing story, but you know, um, he was just like I think he was almost like a karaoke dude in the Philippines who sung Journey, yeah. and then like now he actually leads. He's now the head yeah. lead singer of Journey because of how good he was at singing a Journey. I was like, you yeah. know what? I respect that so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like how like um, one of the bands that I love, 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 uh, Me First and the Gimme Gimme, who just do punk rock versions of everything. They found their singer like singing. They're just singing in the in the warehouse, packing boxes or whatever. They literally just like you know, said, "Hey, you want to join this band?" And they're like, "Yeah," and he's really good. Nice. Now, here's here's something I want to here's something that's that's gonna be a tough question for you. Okay. Well, maybe not a tough question. Journey or Lifehouse? <sighs> well, look, uh, I don't know if I can answer that because I'd have to. I'd want to. I have to do a full analysis. Maybe no, no, I'll come back to you. Based upon the songs we would know, so the two songs from Journey and the three songs from Live House. <laughs> well, honestly, I think I think Journey Journey have the stronger two, two songs. But I said, you know, but the Live House like, has three. Yeah, but for a proper analysis, I'd want to sit down and uh, listen, look, no, binge Live House no. and then binge Journey. No, there is. We will not be having any of that proper analysis nonsense. <laughs> we will have an opinion. Well, based look, upon science, I, I have well, I have more emotional, which is, attachment. Which is feelings. I, I have <laughs> more emotional attachment to Lifehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I discovered Journey probably after Lifehouse, to be honest. Um, through Scrubs, right? That was your, through, that was yeah. your introduction to yeah. Journey, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Um, I'm not saying one band's better than the other, but just you know, but can we all admit that basically? the 80s was the best era for music i don't know if it was the best it was just well, probably maybe one of not the strongest the best, but it was but other till that like I was, I was um i realized something the other day i didn't like i didn't i i i felt like i knew but there was a singer that i was listening to on youtube and you know i was like going i actually and you know it was, it was one of the few modern singers i was going you know what i don't think you're terrible her name was her name's Ava Max, and she's quite good. What I realized though, as I've now listened to her, she basically does 80s music. Right. But even more so, sometimes she just literally buys the rights to like old 80s songs or old 80s, like the the, the, yeah. the music, and then re, redoes the words of like re, puts her like rewrites the words and things. Like, so, right. but, but those are going, yeah. So even she's gone, like, can't compete with 80s. Let's just fucking yeah. lean into it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, I, I love. The vibe of the eighties, and I don't know. I understand why music artists today couldn't just write in that style, I mean, even if it's new, brand new. But go back to the synth, to the the hairdos. There, 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 there is an, again. You, but you hate lab metal, though. You said it before, even though I, I'm not an. Oh no, look, I'm very selective. There will, there will be ones that I like, and there'll be ones I'm like, eh. Like wigwam, come on, they're great, fantastic. Because mm. you know, <laughs> who doesn't want to ask the question of "Do you want to taste it?" I mean, yeah, I mean, clearly it's, it's, it's important, <laughs> and, and you know, that's that's why that's why James Young gets me because like he said, I'm gonna he even said I'm gonna make an introduction to this show that you're not gonna want to skip, and I never fucking skip <laughs> a single introduction to Peacemaker because of that one excellent song yeah. to 
they're dancing and it's hilarious because you know yeah. like like clearly like it's it's oh, it's it's so good. Yeah. James Gunn, you know what? If I if I if if we had to hand Star Wars off to anyone that was not named John Favreau, I'd say let James Gunn have a crack. Yeah. And yes, this that would become a far more 80s sci-fi than number probably <laughs> the movie we're used to, but you know what? Lean into it. If you're gonna get James Gunn, you're gonna yeah. get James and, Gunn. And he'd probably find a way to um tie in um Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I mean, let's let's take a let's roll it back. Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the greatest movies of a that that doesn't happen without James Gunn. Yeah. A random comic that at the time no one liked it. No one like you know, no one cared. Yeah. And basically that's where Marvel started thinking that they were too big to fail. But it wasn't just because they had just these like they they had these absolute gem of like you know of yeah. create like these actual like you know uh you know creative people making great things and you know, Guardians One is still probably one of the strongest movies of the MCU, yeah. if not the strongest. Yeah. I'd, I'd say you know, it's a near perfect film, yeah, in every way, shape, sense, and form. Uh, and you know, I like to find faults in films. Yeah, I really like. You get like at that point of of Guardians, you're really going nitpicky. Like yeah. you're going insane levels of nitpickiness that it's like going, you know, I was like going, oh, I don't like how the enemies bad guys look in terms of their their, their face and everything. And then like yeah. and then people say, like, oh, you know, in space you explode. It's like no, actually you don't, you'd freeze to death. That's actually fairly accurate yeah. in space. But it's a whole separate other thing of people who think yeah. that you explode in space. Separate problem. But yeah. um near near perfect, near perfect thing. And it also led us to one of the greatest moments in Endgame. Where we get to see Chris Pratt singing your song without the without the music. <laughs> without the music. Yeah. <laughs> well, good job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, like, that was so oh, good. Yeah, that, that, that was perfect. Yeah. And they're going because you see it from oh yeah because you see it from yeah. his angle. <laughs> yeah. When you think about it, when you're dancing and singing, yeah, you think you're cool, but no, that's what that's yeah. Like, like. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of plots mm. and movies. As we always do, we do have actually have a main topic that we probably yeah. want to get wow. to. <laughs> the topic of this today is the seven plots. Yeah. The seven basic plots where when people say like, oh, this movie is like this movie. This movie is like this. And the reason why is because every idea has been told. Yeah. Every idea can now be categorized into... The seven plots. Yes, Jamie, do you want to give us a rundown of what the plots are? I, I think I think I will. As as you know, like, like it's something that I learned way back when I was dabbling in screenwriting. Um, mm-hmm. And we was told there's only seven stories you can tell, and I was like, interesting, interesting. Um, then I looked into it. So number one is overcoming the monster. Yep. In which the hero must venture to the lair of a monster which is threatening the community, destroy it, and escape. So basically, um, everything ever. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you know, got a villain to fight. You know. That's everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes you know the monsters, you know yourself, like like the some random Johnny Depp movie from way back when, where he he was a writer, oh, and he's good. locked up in a cabin. I can't I can't remember what it's called, but it's yeah, 
he basically is getting like stalked and threatened for plagiarism and this dog gets killed and it turns out that it's him like split oh. personality it was a pretty cool you know movie um but that's you know overcoming the monster that's himself yeah. um second one typical rag to riches yep you know which is you know poor poor man get rich <laughs> oh but it's also so yeah, yeah some, some examples they talk about is obviously like um aladdin yeah um crazy rich asians um yep. yeah those sorts of things and ugly duckling and princess pauper but rags to riches is also basically every single sports movie of all time yeah, where, <laughs> yeah. basically yeah. Yeah. every single inspirational sports film from nothing to something that makes yeah. it <laughs> yeah yeah and, and i'd say like you're gonna tie it into the hero's journey as well um you know well, i think that falls wouldn't that fall into the next one jamie uh the quest the quest mm, yes no but would you say that you know uh tom holland spider-man would be its case of rag to riches Ooh, because he's in this little homemade crappy suit and then tony so stark comes along civil and goes, war would i think that one i you know for sure for yeah. sure the quest, though, that's yeah, the, more your. That's your. You know, that's your Lord of the Rings. That's yep. your. Um, that's your um, Indiana Jones films. You know, yep. that's basically the. You know, that you're. You're setting out to do something, acquire yep. something. Yeah. Uh, and you face obstacles along the way. Yeah. Um, the hero's journey. Yeah, but then the next one's pretty similar. Voyage and Return. Oh, so, you see, you see that one actually is probably a little bit more the hero's journey, where because the return part is actually a key element into the hero's journey. The return, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like I think, I think Voyage and Return, uh, it could be uh, Back to the Future would fall into that. The Lion King, yes. Um, although would Back to the Future be more the quest though? Because no, well, because cause you it's, know, because it's all about returning with experience. To, maybe, you know, maybe the second one, but with the first one, he's he's stuck there. Like he didn't, he, oh, didn't, yeah. he, he didn't intend to go there. Um, he was stuck there and almost made out with his mother. Actually, yeah. no, I'm pretty sure they didn't kiss, did they? Pretty no, no, sure. they kissed. Yeah. And then she was like, "This is weird. It's like when I'm kissing you. It's like I'm kissing my brother." And he's like, "That totally makes sense." <laughs> um, apparently, oh, they, apparently, apparently, originally they wanted to do a little bit more than that. Um, that's my kind of film. <laughs> yeah, but then I think the producers were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" whoa. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it's just, it's just again some playful incest. It's just, yeah. you know, it was the eighties. Yeah. Playful, playful incest. Um, next one, which covers a lot, comedy. <laughs> um, can you think of a comedy, Chris? <laughs> I think, I think, I think I have seen some of these so-called comedy films. Yeah. The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that might be the next one, though. Sure. sure um, no. Um, uh, tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, a, lot, a lot of these are um, pretty obvious. Um, comedy, tragedy. Rebirth. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. But, Rebirth. Um, yeah. So basically, um, an event forces change. 
and you yeah. become better. See, that's to me more the first Spider-Man film in the MCU where basically, yeah. you know, he gets given the suit, loses the suit. Yeah. Um, but because of that, he is forced to become better than what he is. Yeah. And then, so to me, that seems more the, the rebirth. Yeah. Um, or all, all of the Thor films as well, where they change his yeah. personality to make him ch- become something else and something yeah. different. And I think um, Redemption would come under the rebirth angle as well. Redemption in the rebirth, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, you know, Darth Vader. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, I'd say so. I'd say so. Yeah. Now, the question is, Jamie. Yes. Could you write a story without using the seven pillars of storytelling? (laughs) Yeah, it'll be a guy in a room. In a room. (laughs) Um, Because I don't think you could. Yes, I would call it Cavill in a box. Cavill in a box. (laughs) And okay, tell tell me about Cavill in a box. Well, every now and again. It peeks open and you get a little glimpse of Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes back down. It's basically going to be a two-hour fa- <laughs> a two-hour family guy joke. Like, so you know when, when Peter Griffin falls over and hurts his shin, he goes, ah! Well, it's going to be basically Henry Cavill toying with the audience as he hides in a box. No, no, I've got a better film that I think is probably, <laughs> that's, that doesn't fall into any of these categories I think is perfect. Okay, well... It is going to be a two-hour film of Henry Cavill and Cat Graham <laughs> playing chess. That's it. <laughs> no, no, that's it. They're sitting down and they're playing a very competitive game of chess. All right, now I'm trying to... Now they're not talking to each other. There's no banter. There's no, like, back and forth, oh, are these two characters interesting? No, 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 that's, that, that, that's a comedy and that's building story. And I'll have none of that. <laughs> It is just them playing a serious game of chess. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out how that would be. It's, like, it's not. It's not. If they were bantering, <laughs> that would be... The, if they were bantering, yes, you could fall that into comedy. You could fall... That, but no, they're not even talking at each other. Chris, just, what would happen if you put the two in the room, same room? <laughs> Well, I mean, or, or are you saying that they don't know? Like, is it like, no, are they playing Battleship? No, no, they're playing chess <laughs> in the same room there, so they could see each other, but they're just not talking to each other. Right, they're just playing okay. a very like it's like it's like a, like a severe game of chess. Um, and who wins? Ah, no, see, this is this is where because if you depending on the winning, you could also argue it could be tragedy, comedy, quest. Yeah. Oh. The film ends before the winner is decided. So, <laughs> so it's basically you... the the, it, the gray or whatever it was called. Yeah, you just got we just got to black halfway through the or, chess or, game. Or or the Sopranos. Um Yep. There's no context of why they're there. <laughs> they just walk in. Now, outfit. She is wearing black high heels, jeans, white t-shirt, leather jacket, and he is wearing let's just say a full business suit. So there's no even outfit-wise. There's not even a, it's like it's not that they came to this from the same event. They're wearing two completely different things, and they just sat down and they just started a game of chess. 
go find how that's connected to the seven stories in any way, shape, shape or form. Yeah. Okay. Now look, that works. That works. But you know, you, people say, "Would people go see that?" I think they would. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> see, if we put that on Netflix, I reckon we'd be in the top. I reckon. I reckon you'd be in the top ten for quite some time there. Yeah, no, that, that could work. Like, now, if, also- I wanted, if I wanted to pander the audience, yes, I'd have them banter. <laughs> and then, you know, that's, yeah. you know. But the, no, just serious game of chess. Would you would you allow them to wink at the camera just to keep people a little more intrigued? No, no, no. Just, no, just, 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 them, just, just them playing chess. It's just Henry Cavill leaning on a desk. Yeah, every now and then just staring at like rubbing his chin going... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and and even more so, I'm I'm not even going to put the timer in chess. You know, have the the the, 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 the clicking timer where they, the, if yeah. you, where you have a timer because then that builds suspense. And I'm yeah. and that, that that's building plot. I'm not we're yeah. not building plot in this movie. Yeah, I almost thought of one, and I was like, no, that's a comedy. I was going like, what if it was Will Ferrell singing? This is the song that never ends forever. Comedy, um, but it would be a comedy. That uh, would be a comedy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah. I can't think of I can't think of another one. Um, just a movie that rolls credits. <laughs> we, we we already see the Oscars. We already watch the Oscars where the, where the studios wank at each other. We already know oh, what that looks okay. like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, no, about, look- what about? <laughs> okay, here was this. A room of executives arguing on the future of Star Wars, but there's no conclusion. <laughs> that would be either a tragedy or a comedy. Um, see, it's not a tragedy because we don't know the outcome, and it's not a comedy because they're not funny. So, so basically, you're saying it could be any movie, just don't finish it. <laughs> Finishing that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Finishing does is it again? It's important for the viewing audience to have an ending yeah. conclusion. Yeah. If you what, deny them that, yeah. what about an entire movie and it just goes down the street and one person just walks out and goes, "Hey, guy, just go down the shops," and the next person, "I'm going down the pub," and then, "I don't, I don't love you anymore. I'm leaving you," and it's just like a street of people leaving. But you never leave the street. Okay, I've got it. This will be if we, it's going to be set in the MCU. Oh, okay, cool. An Avengers film where all the Avengers are fighting a significant threat, and it keep and all and you see a glimpse of it, but then you see a man in this. You see him sitting. With, with his knuckles wrapped up, so he looks like sort of like I guess he looks like that's like martial arts fighter. He's sitting in a van, knelt down and waiting, and you can just sense you know the power dripping from him. You could just feel it, and at the end, then finally, the doors of the van open, and he steps outside with the rest of his janitorial crew, and they start cleaning up after the superheroes, and that's the end of the film. <laughs> That would be a comedy or a tragedy. Um, <laughs> it could also be a quest. A quest. Um, <laughs> His quest to clean. 
how about how about all the remaining members of the um, in the MCU after Endgame? So this would be between um, Endgame and whatever's happening now, and this is them just playing volleyball. Or the game from Top Gun Maverick, where they're playing that football game where they just don't keep score. It's just them, you know. Horsing around. Yeah, on the beach. For an entire movie. As long as they're not developing any meaningful dialogue. No, there's no dialogue. And it's set to an 80s music montage. For like two hours. Yeah, that would be pretty different. This thing is, I don't see these movies being very interesting. <laughs> okay, what about this? this? This would be interesting. This would be interesting, but also doesn't fall to, to, to the same plot. Captain America after Endgame is hosting a barbecue for the rest of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. They have to all arrive in secret because they have to pretend like he's dead, but you know they all know they all know where he is. Yeah, know? yeah. But the entire movie is just basically him and Peggy Carter preparing for the barbecue, going to the shops and basically buying all the, <laughs> all the necessary items in terms of making sure they have the right meals for each of the Avengers. And then halfway, then the big third act, <laughs> they start cooking on the barbecue as the Avengers arrive and yeah. greet him and say hello. Yeah. And that's the movie. Yeah. I can see it like having no dialogue. <laughs> of course know. not. Maybe like... Steve Rogers will be looking at two steaks, like and, and like just deciding on like which one he wants to get. That's probably about the extent of the 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 trials and tribulations of that film. I got it. I got it. John Wick, let's say seven, because they're doing six, um, and it's just it's just him at the shop preparing all these weapons. <laughs> <laughs> But then, no, at that point, that's just like, I mean, if, 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 it's, like, if it's like the scene in the Sombrilia, that's just gun porn, where that's basically yeah, like the greatest yeah. scene of all time. Yeah. You get a lot, lot of, uh, lot of uh, Texans enjoying it very much. Oh, um, okay. yeah, little, yeah, little <laughs> gun nuts going, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's up and down, he has up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're like, honestly, we're coming up with these great <laughs> ideas. <laughs> I, apart from Henry Cavill and Ken Graham playing chess, which that's a winner. That's just yeah. a clear. That's a clear. That's a clear. That is just. Please, you could put you could put them in any scenario. When that is a clear that. winning movie right there. That, you know what? I on that film, I predict at least two hundred million opening day. Yeah. Like that's just that's just a winner. But yeah. other, the other ideas of, uh, that we've come up with, I don't. I think there's a reason why <laughs> people do these seven <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Because. As you said, you want a resolution. People want yeah. outcomes of their stories. Well, look, I don't always need complete outcomes. I like I like a little bit of mystery. Um, like I know I mentioned it a while back, but um, Cloverfield, it's never yeah. fully resolved, really. And I'm okay with that. So how do you feel about then the ending of Inception? Inception. Wow. Look, it's been a very, very long time since I've watched that. Um, Where the spinning top, and like it cuts before you can see if it tips over yeah. or not. Yeah. See, see, I, I don't mind that. I don't, I don't always need a resolution. I love open endings. To a degree. To, to a degree. To a degree. You know. 
there isn't any other stories but these seven stories. Basically, yeah. this is the seven stories that we get in yeah. Hollywood and TV. Yeah, and and look, they they work and they sell if they're done right. Um, you know, obviously, you need to make likable characters that you throw into these scenarios. Um, honestly, like the quest is probably my favorite. The quest, do you think? I reckon the quest. Interesting. Yeah, the quest because, is a good because, one. because it's uh, as as we'd say, Nathan Drake would say, um, greatness from small beginnings, um, which is also the tie into rag to riches. I think um, I like I like the story of a nobody um, going off and then becoming a somebody, a slum dog millionaire, if you will. But, but more, but more so, hero's journey kind of style. You know. Yeah. Like, like this is why I love that fable game so much. It's because you start Ooh. off as a little kid, you do little things around the town, and then you get called into, you know, a journey that's, you know, bigger than yourself. Yeah, and you know that's why Voyage Return: The Hero's Journey is also, you know, extremely yeah. popular because, you know, the Lion King, I guess, is yeah. also the prime example uh, of, yeah. you know, returning with experience. Yeah. That amazing moment when you know a lion walks up on Pride Rock to roar after yeah. reclaiming his kingdom, and then like again that epic score plays. What an amazing film that oh my... didn't need a three D animated remake. Oh no, that was so <laughs> bad. Like I like, look, look, hands on the table, full credit. I've actually never seen it. <laughs> you don't look honestly. It's a comedy. An unintentional comedy because <laughs> there's there's you hear the emotion but you don't see the emotion it confuses you. Mufasa falls into like exactly falls into the ravine gets trampled and I'm just going and like the cat goes meow but like you hear him go no but he goes meow. Um, you see, you know what you know what the problem with that film is. It's made in Hollywood where everyone has Botox their faces to complete stillness. Yeah. And so they can't tell what emotions is. So that's probably, yeah. you know, again. Yeah. Having said that, I think everyone, I think everyone said the point is sounds of, you know, maybe have some level of facial expression in your, yeah. in your, in your yeah. next attempt. Exactly. Um, even um, the, the jung- Andy Circus Jungle Book, um, they animated the eyes a little bit more so you know when Shurkan and uh oh who's the panther I forgot his name Bagheera or something I think yeah the, the, their their interactions are more um you know emotion you can see it you can feel it um but that yeah that was a great film That's probably one of the actually yeah, again I, need, I I you know full full again haven't seen that one either probably should really? see that one yeah um yeah well no because it's the Disney version with um Bill Murray as Baloo yep 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 Christopher Walken as King Louis that was pretty good but at the same time Andy Serkis did one one but there's no King Louis because King Louis is exclusive to Disney right. Disney, yeah, 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 yeah. but, so but he's still, like, um, his version is the original, original, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. and it's it's you know, um, Benedict Cumberbatch is Shere Khan, mm-hmm. Christian Bale as as Bagheera, Ooh. um, 
Yeah, it's a phenomenal cast. Um, it's a little more dark. You might enjoy it. Um, but I think it's only on streaming. Um, I didn't go to cinemas. Um, really? But yeah, but on that, um, what do you think? What do you think Mowgli, Jungle Book? Mowgli. What do you think Jungle Book is? Where does that fall? Voyage in Return. Oh, good question. Because he's a little little boy that's you know separated. Rags to riches. You reckon rags to riches? Yep, rags to riches. Riches does not necessarily mean money. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I get that. Yeah. So I think I think this is yeah I think this one falls definitely into rags to riches. I think hundred yeah. percent. Now before we wrap up, Jamie. Yes. Do you have any final messages you wish to say? Oh, you, you, the, the spiel. The spiel. The spiel. To the... Well, listeners, just remember, for $1 a day, you can support... No. One dollar a day, $30 a month. I was try, trying to, uh, to wrap it up. Um, but uh, thank you for listening, as always. Um, if you have a story, please, like I say at the intro to this podcast, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We will read it out and comment on it and audio commentary from Chris. It will be wonderful. Um, <laughs> as, al- as always, shout out to our sponsor, Rebecca Castles, and her wonderful series, The Rising Dawn, series available on Amazon. Um, if you want to jump on as a sponsor, you can. Just contact us. We'll tell you how to do it. Um, we are currently working on a few more interviews, but uh, might be a while because the guy that we were going to get on, Jack Roney, was on holidays. Uh, so we'll get him on soon. But yeah, thanks for listening.